welcome to another episode of Lex Education, the comedy science podcast where comedian me, Laura Lex, is very cross about Eurovision and so is a bit grumpy this morning whilst doing an intro with her normal brother, Ron. Hello, it's me, normal brother, Ron. Hello, Ron. How's it going? I'm just pissed off about Eurovision. What happened? It was a really good night, right? Some really good songs, some absolutely mad entries, like... You know, there's always one country that just puts a load of old men in pajamas and they bounce around. There were like six that did it last night. It was fantastic. It was everything you want. Um, and then just like a normal pop song won. And it was yeah. so annoying. It was just like just some fit woman rolling around in an earthworm costume and she won. And it was just like, oh, fuck off. Everything's just good for people that have actually got talent. Why can't we just have fun people winning? I'm really angry and I haven't had enough sleep because <laughs> of watching Eurovision and I'm a little bit hungover. But I just really cross. I was just really enjoying it and now it's ruined. I'm sorry. Thank you. I guess this is how people feel if they're team doesn't win a premier league or something yeah if their team doesn't win a sport yeah but i don't even mind that we didn't we we shouldn't have won our song was like it's a fine pop song but it relies on understanding the lyrics which when you hear a song once and then vote on it bad entry losers what were we thinking but you know she was great but good performance fine song but just come on finland were really fun germany came last it was Excellent. They had flames. They had like little wings on the back. It was brilliant. And now Eurovision is dead to me until I forget that it made me feel this way and I watch it again next year. Yeah, I mean, you're obviously going to just do exactly the same thing and be equally disappointed next year. Yeah, but I liked it. Like last year, great result. It was, um, well, Ukraine won, but Sam Ryder came second and he had a great song. He's, he's, he just seems delightful. But that, that, to me, is exactly what you've complained about today. That just seemed like a very average pop song. No, but it had it had charisma. And this woman that won last night, she already won it before. What are you even doing here? Oh, that's that's bad. That's it's like wrong. me going back to primary school and winning the egg and spoon. Just go and do something else. Why must everything come back to eggs? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've just spoon edited a very spoon. eggy podcast and then I've had to listen to this one so that we can do the intros and outros and stuff. And it's just eggs. Can it be like Conquer and Spoon or Yeah, something? all right. Okay, not not an egg. Uh, a grape and a small spoon. <laughs> grape, grape and teaspoon race. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that would be cute, actually. I suppose the jeopardy yeah. is that a grape doesn't smash into little bits if it falls. Yeah, but then that's less food waste. So maybe in 2023 we shouldn't be... I'm cancelling Egg and Spoon. Yeah. It's also not vegan. It's not. Especially if the spoon's made of beef. <laughs> it's carved out of a fillet (laughs) um how are you ron yeah i'm all right hey we got a present Mm -hmm. we've got little bunts and pin badges from lovely fabric k oh i have not seen these no i haven't seen it either but husband of the podcast tom came home very late last night and um he told me that there was a gift i haven't seen it either but um i quickly yelled at him what was our present as i was running up the stairs and he told me um because i was quite late to this recording (laughs) okay well i guess next week update and we'll say how much we like (laughs) next week we'll actually have looked at them so we'll be grateful for the actual product rather than just grateful in theory but i think we are very grateful we're We're always grateful grateful. we're We're grateful we hope you love us but do you know what we're not grateful because grape and teaspoon races haven't (laughs) caught on yet (laughs) we do hope you love us hey we've had loads of new patrons this week though ron so people do love us yeah. Um, Cook Along with Ron is on. We put a date in, didn't we? What we're we're going to do it on the 29th it of May. Yeah, on the bank holiday. Yeah, probably about 7.38, probably. Yeah, so a poll will go up as to what we want to cook. Yeah. Um, Ron will be staying at my house, so we'll just do it at my house. Yeah. So we'll because be in the same room. Originally it was going to be scrambled eggs, but... I'm not organising this event. Scrambled grapes! <laughs> I'm not organising this event to then cook for less than five minutes and then it's over. 
<laughs> That's a relevant point. We could do a Spanish omelette. You just combined the words relevant and valid, and you said that's a relevant point. Did I? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, look at me making up words like Shakespeare. Oh, wait a minute. That's a whole new Chrome page. Oh, where's my other bit of internet gone? Oh, it's too much stuff open. Right. Um... Yeah, so uh, uh, Cook Along with Ron, that's on. If you want to watch that and catch up on... <laughs> Sorry. Fucking hell. Oh, I'm so tired. You're so old now. <laughs> well, that's a whole other crime page. <laughs> I have too many... I always have too many tabs open. Tom hates it. He always looks at my computer and asks if I'm okay. But I just think I'll just leave everything open and then I know where things are. But then I start extra Chrome pages. So I've got, like, the video I can see you on. I've got us recording. I've got my notes. And then I just found a whole new brochure. No, I I mean, I wasn't passionate, but it just very much had the air of, you know, the retirement homes open, but grandma's I wish it was. I wish I could. (laughs) I'm just going to live somewhere where somebody brings me my meals and puts me to bed. One day. One day. One beautiful day. One day you'll be there taking up an NHS hospital bed. (laughs) There won't be an NHS by the time I'm that old. I don't think there'll be an NHS in five years, let alone when I need nursing home. I probably won't qualify for it because I've got brown hair or something and they'll go, oh, actually, no. Bye. I'm really cross today. <laughs> yeah, God. we're rambling. This is going on. <laughs> yeah, well, shut up then. Let me finish the notes. Um, mm-hmm. Thanks, Lucy. You were really nice on Instagram. <laughs> Sorry that you're getting thanked while I'm so cross. It's nothing to do with you. Um, Lucy left us a lovely comment, say they were binging and had just become a patron after binging lots of the episodes. So thank you. And thank you, Violet, who bought a toaster on my recommendation um, and called us influencers. I was delighted about that. Um, never been an influencer before? No. Well, you weren't this time. You didn't recommend the toaster and you didn't buy the one I recommended either. But Violet I helped did. launch you to fame. Did you? Yeah, with this podcast. I hate you. Um, (laughs) I was quite nervous that the toaster would work out bad, but Violet says it's good. So, hey, everybody, let's try and get some Dualit sponsorship for the podcast. (laughs) Any kind of income would be brilliant. Um, Mm. So it's episode 48 Mm. now. Um, It's, 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 Ron, what is it? Oh, it's it's sort of, of coming off the back it? of down, but the pendulum's yeah. gone. It's work. It's the Department for Work and Energy Transfers today. It's just the podcast at the moment is so monotonous and boring. Every episode. <laughs> Ron, don't say that. <laughs> what if everybody listening just goes, "Oh my god, he's right." Bye. <laughs> But it's just every episode's the same and it's just us just come arguing about physics. And it's just... Ron, that's all podcasts. What are you doing? Do you not want to do it anymore? I just I want to get out of... Um, maybe we should start again, but do, like, history, English and... Something. No, we're too far in now. I've learned so much, Ron. A cathode is negative. Um, no, shut up. Just, we just... Okay... God, you're making me really panic now, Ron. I just don't think we should tell the listeners that every episode's the same and that it's bad, okay? It's not. Hey, listeners, why don't you tell Ron what's different and He's crying. Um, Ron. Hey, Ron. Hey, it's okay. I mean... It's one thing to have private doubts about what you're doing. It's another thing to just put it in the fucking intro. <laughs> uh, I, I guess enjoy this boring, end. repetitive piece of shit episode. Here's a sting. It feels like ages since we did physics. I think I'm gonna really, I'm gonna love it. It has been a while. It's been almost a month since we did a physics. Well, because of because of Easter special and the double biology trico and stuff. Yeah. Well, we've done a physics since the trico, haven't we? Yeah. 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 Forty-eight. Yeah. Yum physics. Yum, David. Physical education. Let's get physics. Um. Let's get 
my biology physics. Laura, do you remember you what, what we were... my physicology. Do you remember what we were studying last time when we were doing physics? Um, no. But if I look at the book, it will jog my memory. But am I going to get told off for that? Well, no, that's fine. You don't remember. That's cool. So we were doing resultant forces again. Oh, and wrong. Then... I've got a starling in my back garden. And then we talked about toasties for a while. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You weren't happy about it. Well, you were were in a weird phase around then, Ron. Um, Oh, God. It was still doing that fucking pendulum and that fucking ball, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do remember. We've done that lesson like four times. We have no, we've done it three times now. But we're moving on to something slightly different now. We're going to move on to something called work and something and energy transfer. Pensions. Work and what? No. What would you know about that, you self-employed <laughs> liberally? Yeah. So, Laura. Yeah. There is a concept what did you say it was work and what? And energy transfers we're doing today. I believe I said transfers before. Transfers. So, there's a concept in physics called work, okay? I don't want to go to work, 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 work. Let my body do the work. So, work is essentially a measure of kind of... the <laughs> the amount of force... I thought you were going to sneeze for a second then. No, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. Because also, you remember how we did... <laughs> the first time and it was out of order Did... which is why we've ended up doing it again down down yeah stop typing <laughs> you're not really replying you to what all I'm the saying. time we did down yeah and it was crappy are you focusing now do you have yeah, something important I'm asking that you, need you to a reply question to? i'm asking you a question you said, do you remember we did down? I'm saying, yes, we did down. It was crappy. Go with yeah, more. Yeah, but I asked you something else after that, which you've not responded to. That, well, that's why I'm saying to you, what's the next bit? So you remember when we did down and then we had to do it again because it was out of order. Yes, you're out of order. This whole podcast's out of order. <laughs> so when we initially did it out of order... I then prepared the next physics lesson and then realised, oh, no, this is out of order, we need to go back. So the notes that we're running through now, I wrote basically, like, nine months ago. Wait, when did we start recording this podcast? Yeah, like a year ago, right? Yeah, maybe even more than that. Yeah, so I did these notes, like, a year ago. Is this, like, a little disclaimer for yourself? No, just... Um, are they just way more in-depth was... from back when you thought we'd so... get through a load? Yeah, there is a lot more than we'll get through. Um, <laughs> also, I did put in more effort back then. Um... Yeah, your effort's dwindling, mate. Barely a year into this self-employed podcasting life. Not self-employed. I guess that's probably why I've got quite a nice job to fall back on. Yeah, you don't need this to succeed like I do. No. <laughs> I do, though, in an emotional sense. Because every time I get bullied by the listeners, it does kill me a little bit inside. I don't even know. You have never once been bullied. You have a real victim mentality. They're so nice to you. That's not true. What's anyone done that's bullied you? This week you were mad because you said you wanted to do an eggathon, and somebody else was like, yeah, Ron can eat some eggs. And you were like, why is he picking on me? We'll talk about You're the one that wanted to eat fucking eggs in the fucking first place. You agreed to it. I don't think I did. If you listen back to the tape, I think you'll hear and see me in text messages wriggling out of any sense of an eggathon at every second. Do you not want 60 patrons or something? We've got 60 patrons. I don't yeah, want to eat to the eggathon. Egg. No, they were signed up before the eggathon promise was dangled. We need to work out what we're doing for the eggathon. You need to work out what you're doing. I'm for not the doing eggathon. it on my own. That's not an eggathon. 
<laughs> what is an egathon? It has to be both of us. It has to be legs, legs, you cage. <laughs> has to be both of us. Ron, this isn't even going out until like end of May, early June. He's <laughs> doing so far in the rearview mirror. And here we are arguing about fucking eggs. <laughs> Laura, what about this, right? As, as the, um, as the, I've got a great idea for the eggathon. Hmm. Some kind of competition where, like, maybe we bring multiple choice questions to each other. And if the other person gets it wrong, they have to eat an egg. If they get it right, you have to eat an egg. Whoever runs out of eggs first loses. Uh, we'll have a think. Listen, whatever the Eggathon turned into, it's available now on the Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash Lex Education. Find out what we did with eggs months ago. Previously on. <laughs> Ah, good stuff. So, Laura, there's this concept called work done in physics, okay? Yes, okay, work done. When a force... Do you remember what a force is? Push. I mean, it's a a force is uh, something that acts upon an object. There are different types of forces. They can be contact, non-contact, um... It acts upon a force. Uh, it acts upon an object. When a force causes an object to move through a distance, work is done on that object. Okay, so it's like it's the completion of the effect of energy. That's called work. Mm, no, because force is not energy. Uh, work is energy. Just feeling the rumblings of fury. (laughs) Such a waste of time. Physics is so jobs worth. Who the fuck cares, physicians? Please heal thyself and find something else to do with your life than giving really complicated labels to stuff that's just like wind and normal things. (laughs) Wind and (laughs) normal. So boring. So a force does work on an object when the force causes displacement of the object. Okay. So, for example, if I push a ball <laughs> and it Please moves... Don't make it a ball. Can you make it anything other than a ball? I hate if that ball. If I push a men an here. egg... Let's do it like a men here, like an obelix. A men here. Yeah. Those big stones that Obelix carries around. No, so if I push an egg and the egg moves, I've done work to the egg. Their energy has um has been used. Yeah. If I dangle that egg on a yo yo string. <laughs> yeah. A force is being applied to the egg through the string, tension force. But the egg is not moving. It's dangling on the string. So no work is being done. Okay. Savvy? Not even from gravity. Well, the gravity is acting against the tension force, but it's staying still, isn't it? Because it's tied to a string. Yeah, okay. So, write this down. I've got a really pleasing collection of gel pens right here. That's a nice combo, isn't it? Write this down. Work is measured work measured in joules is equal to force measured in newtons multiplied by the distance measured in meters. I can hear a loud pigeon. I hate physics so much. Have you written that down? Uh I think so. I can't really remember what you said, but I've written down something very similar. <laughs> I can't remember the details, but... <clears throat> what have you written down, then? <laughs> uh, work joules equals force newtons times distance. Yeah, what's distance measured in? 
do not know. Was it times though? Yes. What's distance? Oh, well, then I'm happy with that. Kilometers? No. Miles? No. (laughs) It is. Centimeters? Fucking hell, no, no. <laughs> ah, inches? No. <laughs> Stop being Feet. so thick Yards. about it. No. <laughs> Laura, do we ever measure yes. anything? In, like, are we measuring kilojoules or kilonewtons when we're using a formula? No. No. So why would we do that when we're using when we're measuring distance? My miles. No. <laughs> You've said kilometers, centimeters, and millimeters. Meters. Yes, you bag of plankton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but meters is the least useful one. Fucking hell. It's the so international much. standard unit. International man of baccalaureate. So. Laura, if I push a trolley with a force of 150 newtons, seven metres, down an aisle, how much work is done? Um, Loads for whoever's cleaning up what you just crashed it into at the bottom. Everybody on the fish deli is just like, Oh, sacre bleu! Who is this mad English man? He is pushing the trolley in the organic Belgian supermarket. (laughs) We can't. No delay tactics. What do you mean, no delay tactics? Answer the question. What was the question? You said all the numbers too fast, and I didn't want to listen. If I had <laughs> a force of 150 newtons, seven metres down an aisle, how much work is done? Uh, 1,050. Joules. Okay. 1,050 joules? Yeah, I haven't worked out the answer. Hang on. I'll draw yeah, a it's 1,050. Well, we well done. Yeah, did you see how quick I did that math in my head? Fucking yes, rain well man. Done. Oh, so. No, I've put you in a skirt now. You don't really wear skirts. No, I don't tend to. So, one duel of work done, Laura. Yeah. Is equal to when you have a force of one newton that causes a a displacement of one metre, okay? Say that again, sorry, what? One duel of work is done when a force of one newton causes a displacement of one metre. One joule equals one newton making one metre. No, one duel... (laughs) Duel? Yeah. Yeah. Of work is done when a force of one newton causes a displacement of one metre. Right. Well, that doesn't help anything, does it? It does. It doesn't, because in the last thing, 150 times 7 made 1,050. So, what's yeah, that? Yeah, what does 1 times anything? 1 equal? 1. Well, then, yeah, there you go. What? One joule yeah. of work is done when a force of one newton causes a displacement of one metre. Oh, I just don't care or understand. Well, it's just the same as 1,050 joules is done when a force of 150 newtons causes a displacement of seven metres. One duel. Oh my god! What do you want me to do? (laughs) Learn this. So fucking sad and boring. All of this makes me really angry. Do you want to stop? Bullying to make children do this. Do you know what though? Do you know what, Laura? What? Last time we were doing physics, and I said, "Should we sack this off and talk about toasties for twenty minutes?" You weren't fucking happy (laughs) either. Because, Ron, my job is not to be the peppy teacher. That's your job. I didn't sign up for that. What did you sign up for, then? Just being the teacher and probably sometimes being a bit of a dick about it. Yeah. You can't be a dick every lesson. 
You know that physics makes me feel like pooing everywhere. So you have to come with extra pep. But I don't give a shit about this either. It's all in the performance. One joule equals one newton metre. Okay. Students should be able to <laughs> transfer uh, to describe the energy transfer involved when work is done. Yes, I can. So, when I'm pushing my trolley down the aisle yeah. seven meters that, with a force of 150 newtons, what energy transfers are happening, please, Laura? Trolley is rolling. Forward. (laughs) (laughs) Your little tum-tum is turning all your lentil fava beans into energy. And then it's coming out your hands. And push forward. Uh, Kinetic. Mm, Chemical to kinetic. And that's it, really. Yeah, um... (laughs) Yeah, probably. Student friction energy on the floor. Students and in the should wind. be students should be able to convert between newton meters and joules. Okay. So, okay. Laura, if I've got three thousand newton meters, how much joules is that? Oh, I don't know. Oh, three thousand. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's just one for one, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's just it is, one for actually. one, everybody. Actually, because as we all know, Laura, finish this with yeah. me now. Let's speak at the same finish time. Finish with me. Let's speak at the same one time. One joule yeah. of work is done when a force but of one newton one causes a displacement of one meter. One meter. Work done against the frictional forces acting on an object causes a rise in the temperature of the object. Oh. Mm. That's exciting. This is just like this is just the same stuff under a different label. This is them padding out science massively. It's no, just it's... another friction makes things hot. We fucking know, mate. We've done this. Don't put jewels into it and pretend it's new science this is just everybody knows this i must clarify you know we've spoken about jewels a lot in the past right yeah okay cool um but no but the thing about this is laura yes it is referring back to stuff we've done but this is the next step not really yeah, really, actually, because um, before we were talking about that forces, was just saying, before oh, we were going to get hot, before we were that. Ta- before we were talking about forces acting on an object. Now we're talking about the result of those forces. Well, but we know it's hot. We know all of it. It's GCSE. I think that's why physics is boring. It's because it's just. Being, it's it's like a really boring way of explaining domestic tediosity. Well, you least... don't understand or know any of this. <laughs> I do. I understand that if I rub something, it gets hot. But do you not remember all of the arguments we had about the lady rolling the ball down the hill? I know what happens to a fucking ball. But you don't know what happens to the forces that are acting upon it. I don't need to know, Ron. Well, you do to pass a GCSE, you troglodyte. <laughs> I thought you called me a chocolate dime. <laughs> you said troglodyte. <laughs> for a second, I thought you you a chocolate dime. Oh, that's a cute little angry nickname for me. Yeah, adorable. No. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't say that, though. You to pass the GCSE, you chocolate dime. Oh. Wait. Let's, let's, let's. I'd love to be a chocolate dime. We're going to move on from work done now. Okay. Are you confident you'll be able to pass a quiz all about work done? Oh, just probably not, Ron, but I, c- I can't bear it. I cannot bear it. 
Okay, we're going to move on to the next day. And physics is so interminably slow and shit and dry. We're going to move on to the next thing then, okay? Okay. 6.5.3 Forces and Elasticity. Elasticity. All right. Elasticity is a fun word to say. Yes. Elasticity. Elasticity. Ah, like Birmingham, but stretchy. Students should be able to give examples. She's a great character. Mum and Dad made me watch a bunch of Pixar movies at the weekend. You don't sound happy about it. No, they kept on saying to me, like, oh, you must have seen that one. No, I haven't seen any of these. I don't have any kids. Yeah, but you don't need kids to watch Pixar movies. But I don't think it can be assumed that you've just seen them if you don't. Have you met Mum? Well, my and Dad, they love them. Yeah. Tom, can you feed Mackie before you go? Um, yeah, sure. He didn't sound happy about that. No. If she doesn't eat now, then I'm going to have to feed her just as I'm going out the door and then she's going to need a poop. Um, students should be able to give examples of the forces involved in stretching, bending, or compressing an object. Okay. Okay. So, if I stretch an object, Laura, what forces are involved? Um, tension. Yep, and what's working against that tension? Mmm... Just wanting to go back to normal. <laughs> well, if I'm stretching something, is, is the tension's going to be within the object trying to bring it back to normal already? Oh, that right? is the going back to normal. Okay. Um, <laughs> potential, then? That's a type of energy, not a force. Oh, pulling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's happening now? What do you mean? Sounds like Tom's, Tom's feeding blend, the dog. blending her food. He's boiling some water to make her a little bit of gravy. Goodness. <laughs> um, what about bending? Come on, Ron. Pep it. Pep it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Um, Do it. I'm kind of just waiting for Tom to finish. And for some reason, I feel really uncomfortable about doing it when he's in the room, even though he can't can't hear hear you. No. You know that other people are listening to this, though. (laughs) Or is Tom the only audience member you really want? Because he'll never listen to it. He said he hates me. No, I'd like... um, But I want... Tom knows the no, real No, what you me. said is worse. What you said is you can't listen to it because it's too much like being around me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not kind for a husband to say about a wife. Bye. Laura, I've got Bye. a new tattoo. Oh, cool. It's a tiger. What is it? A tiger? That's cool. Yeah, but split up into four bits in a cool way. Oh no, a vivisection tiger. Quadrisection. Oh, Ron. Um, do you reckon you could do that with bending and compressing objects? Compressing, um, well that's push, isn't it? Going mm-hmm. against tension, I guess, again. Yep. Wait, bending. where's the tension coming from? It wants to go back out. But is that maybe tension? that's potential. No, that's energy. But again, potential's an energy. It's push and pull. It's push and pull against each other. What's pulling? The outsides of the object trying to get back. Do you know the old number one hit by Sir Isaac Newton? For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Well, that's why I said push and pull. 
But no, but it's push and push, push against it. Because if I'm pushing and you're pulling, then we're going to move in the same direction, aren't we? Oh, yeah. Okay, push and push. Um, I don't know about bending. If I bend a bit of cardboard, hmm, don't know. No, I don't either. It's not in the syllabus, so... <laughs> Why did you say it then? Because it's, well, it's in the syllabus, but it, doesn't, it says students should be able to give examples of the forces involved in stretching, bending or compressing an object. It doesn't say what those forces are. Oh. Oh, let's forget about bending then. Who's bending yeah. in this day and age? Not us. I'm 36 now. I'm not bending. The lady is not for bending. Uh-uh. Explain why to change the shape of an object by stretching, bending or compressing. More than one force has to be applied. This is limited to stationary objects only. What? Explain Oh, I guess because, like, if I had some plasticine, you know, and I just pushed it, it would just move along the worktop. So I've got to put my other hand on the other side of it in order to squash it. Yep. Very nice. Now, Laura... Describe the difference between elastic deformation and inelastic deformation caused by stretching forces. Um, well, I guess one returns back to its original shape and the other one just sort of stays crumpled. Yeah, or well, maybe it doesn't even quite return to its original shape, but there is at least the elastic force slapping it back in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well done, Laura. The extension... I'm very flexible. Did you know that? I'm hypermobile. No, I didn't know that, and I don't want to know that. Um, the extension of an elastic object, such as a I have spring... to be very careful when I work out, because my muscles will overextend. <laughs> I can hurt myself very easily. That's, that sounds like <laughs> bullshit. Someone, one of your friends would tell you that I actually have to be really careful when I work out because sometimes my muscles are too strong and I hurt myself. It's not too strong, Ron. It's just that I can overbend. So I, I don't have like a, a stiffness yeah, I can that will make you go, oh, over that's as far as you can go. Reps. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the doctor said my, my pecs would be too sick if I kept doing it like this. They're actually a danger to people's eyes because they're so hard. If you brushed against me, you'd die. Um, <clears throat> the extension of an elastic object, Laura, such as a spring, is directly proportional to the force applied, provided that the limit of proportionality is not exceeded. Yeah, okay. okay. So don't break so what, your slinky. So what that's basically saying is that Springs have oh, a range of... Oh, I just remembered I've got cold pizza in the fridge. Nice. We've done an episode where I've eaten cold pizza before. There, I'm making um, dirty bitch pasta today. Oh, God. What's dirty bitch pasta? Like, full of ice cream and eggs? What's in it? No, well, there are eggs in it, actually, but in more of a carbonara kind of way than... I don't really know what you're expecting. Um, it's like... It's like the mixture of two different sauces, one that's kind of like tomato-y with sausage, and then the other one's basically just carbonara, but it sounds delicious. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, yeah, what this is basically saying is that springs um, have a range of which they'll work. If you stretch them too far, they break. Um, but if I... It's... Um, uh, how do I explain this? If I was to, um, if if I doubled the distance, I'd stretched I stretched the spring. I would have to double the the force applied to it. It's proportional. If I stretched it four times as much, I need four. It would it would take four times the force. Okay. Yeah. So we have a formula for this as well. Oh, who cares? Yeah, what is it? Force equals stretch times one-to-one. So force equals the spring constant times extension. Spring constant. Not like that summer ephemeral. Force is obviously measured in newtons. We know this from like newtons. per capita. The spring constant. Actually, the extension... 
What's the, uh, work out what the spring constant's measured in. Um, I'm not going to say anything until you've worked it out. Joules. Why would it be joules? Because um, it's um, ping backedness, which is potential energy. But that's not working anything out, is it? That's having a, a little guess. No, I worked that out. How? Well, it's the only one left out of the work equals force times distance. But we're not doing work equals force times distance. No, now we're doing, we're doing force, force equals spring, spring constant. Work times extension. Yeah. But extension's kind of distance, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so it feels mean if we just leave out jewels. But it's just different this thing, though. Party. Different thing, though, isn't it? Well, I don't think that that logic was unsound, so there you go. Okay. I really want to eat my cold pizza now. We'll be done soon. So it's not jewels, then? No, I've said no several times. <laughs> Those weren't trick, okay. uh, trick notes. Um. <clears throat> Trick nose. <laughs> hmm. The spring constant. Uh, is it something I've already heard of? No, work it out. What do you mean, work it out? Like we've done with basically every formula that we've ever had, you can make the unit for one thing out of the other things. Do you remember when we said that joules is equal to newton metres? That wasn't just saying billy bags are equal to scum pockets. <laughs> that is something that you can work out from the, the formula. But I thought we were working out the formula force equals spring constant times extension. I tickled myself with that one. <laughs> um, yeah, so what's force measured in? Newtons. What's extension measured in? Probably M's. Meters, yeah. So what's the last one measured in? N's over M's? Newtons per meter? Newtons per meter, yeah, see? Woohoo! Mm. Well, that man. feels like a silly equation. Newtons equals Newtons per meter times meter. But no, those are just the units, aren't they? I thought that. I thought you said we were, it was force that, equals spring constant times extension. It is, it is, it is, but those are just the units that we use to work these things out. Right. Because both sides of the equation have to be the same. So newtons equals newtons over m times m. That's an equation. Right. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it do, does. Do, 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 do. Um, how long have we been recording? You're just rubbing your boobs. Yeah. Uh, we've been recording for 35 minutes. Um, I think that's probably a good place to maybe... Yeah... It's a bit of an awkward nugget, but yeah, I think we should leave it there. The awkward nugget. Okay. Well, thanks for listening bag to that, of Laura. Empty beans that was. Ugh, only now let's do a little bit of a sneak peek. So next up, forces and motion. So that's going to be more of the fucking same. God, that's a long bit as well. Oh, <laughs> blight forces and breaking. Why momentum. Would want to be a science teacher. Oh, then we go into waves. That might be a bit better. Oh, the sea. Yeah, caused by the moon, obviously. Moon. Oh, anyway, oh, there was lightning there. I just saw some lightning. <laughs> okay, Ron. Listen, I'm going to smash this quiz up, up the, up the wazoo. Enjoy your cold pizza, Laura. Thank you, Ron. Bye. Bye. All right, it's a quiz. It's a post-Egathon quiz. Hey! Can you remember what we were studying last time, Laura? Um, physics. Yep. And, um, it was a maths one, wasn't it? It was... Oh, fuck, it was literally two days ago. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> what was it? It was. Um, it was PE though. It was Newton resultant. It was pushing and pulling forces, stretching, and slinkies and stuff, wasn't it? Sure. <laughs> that was what it was. It's not resultant forces. That's the ball, but like reactionary forces or something. Um, reactant forces. No, it, force force stops fields. just saying things. Um, it, no, we did work done. That's it. Energy work transfers, done. and then we talked a bit about elasticity. Elasticity. Yeah, work and energy transfers. Work done. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. God, I'm so full of egg. I'm starting to get quite <laughs> lethargic. Maybe I need more water. Yeah, I have some water. Yeah. I'm having a twirl. Horrible egg business. Yeah, work done. Um, I remember that all now. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, so the quiz... You're going to think it's another one of those weeks where I've phoned in the quiz... But it's actually not. It's just we covered not a lot of content last time. Oh, we did. No, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, Laura, number one question. What's the formula uh-huh. for work done? Work done equals force measured in newtons times distance measured in ne- metres. Well done. Work done. And what unit is force, uh, sorry, is work measured in? Work is, pardon? Joules. Yes, joules. Very well done. Ding. One mark to ye. My ding-a-ling. Question number two. What unit is equal to a joule? We talked about it last time. Um, a Newton meter. Yes. Well done. Well done indeed. Another ding for thee. Um, Laura, mm-hmm. I'm going to do 4,000 joules of work pushing a ball 2.3 Wow, your fencing meters. arm's going to be so tired. Ugh. Pushing a ball to... Dueling makes me think of Richie Rich. I love that film. Yeah, it's a good film. Cadbury. <laughs> it's a very good film. You get that snuffle thing for looking at presents in the plane. Titanium nitrate trosphophate. It's a bomb. I do 4,000 joules of work pushing a ball 2.3 metres. How much force was I applying? Hang on. I think I need to do some working out. Mm. Right, you did. You did what now, Ronnie? You did 4,000 joules of work. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Pushing a ball, two point what metres? Three. What do you want to know? How much force I was applying. Hmm. That's a good question. It's a question for the ages. It's a question that men will puzzle over. Um, it's a question I need a calculator for. Now, not only have I got an eggy throat, I've got a sticky, chocolatey mouth. <laughs> I'm a rotten, horrible girl, and the poo ID later is going to be so nasty. <laughs> Might even be tomorrow now, but it's going to be horrible. Um, <laughs> so. To get the force out, you've got to divide both sides by the distance. So I reckon it's 4,000 <laughs> divided by 2.3. So 1,739 newtons. Yep, well done. Yes. Um, very nice, very nice. Um, why? I actually loved that chocolate orange twirl. I Laura, love chocolate orange. Laura. Did I tell you Stephen, one of the fab rats, bought me a chocolate orange to my gig the other day? I saw it on Twitter. Delicious. Laura, why can't one force change the shape of an object? 
because you just push it around, you have to have a resisting force to squash it or yes. pull it. Yes, you just move it. Another ding for you, Laura. Well yes. done. Why and last you, question. You're very low energy, given that I'm really doing I'm well here. Full of egg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Feel a bit sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me too. My eggs are so dry. Can you imagine if we tried to eat twelve. <laughs> Ron, everybody knew that eating twelve eggs was a horrific idea. Think of the protein, though. Yeah, that's true. Um, Laura, last question. True or false? Okay. True or false? The extension of an elastic object has a... Are you okay? (laughs) Yeah. There's quite a lot of lunch under the eggs. And so, like... there's like like a a meringue. (laughs) Yeah. I've got, like, a sedimentary layer of eggs that's settling on the granite lunch. And it's just messing with everything in there. In thousands of years, (laughs) geologists are going to wonder what happened in your stomach. Yeah. Like, imagine that, though. Imagine, you know, like, they did that, like, they, um, they, like, after Pompeii, and they did find the contents of people's stomachs and stuff. Imagine if two idiots had just done an eggathon. <laughs> <laughs> that would so mess with science. Remember, just, what were these two people doing? Just, they had eight eggs each. Oh, they must have, maybe it was some kind of ritual. Maybe they were about to go on a big hunt. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> they were just trying to eat loads of eggs together. <laughs> 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 you are so giddy with egg. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Don't drink while you're hiccuping. Hey, giddy, giddy eggs. Oh my giddy egg. <laughs> That's it. No. <laughs> uh, oh goodness. So, Laura, true or false? True or false, the extension of an elastic object, such as a spring, is directly exponential to the force applied. What? True or false, the extension of an elastic object is directly exponential to the force applied. Yeah, true. No, it's not. No, it's not. (laughs) 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 the extension of an object is directly proportional not exponential to the force applied what's the difference (coughs) um oh god (laughs) (laughs) proportional would mean if I apply this is the least So we can go vomit <laughs> eggs. <laughs> the extent uh, directly proportional would mean if I oh no, I'm do this again. <laughs> would mean that if I applied twice as much force, it would extend <laughs> twice as much. <laughs> Exponential would be. See, if- I think on professional podcasts they'd pause now <laughs> and reset and then come back recording but i do think it loses something oh have you just found a bit of egg are oh, you rat 
Mackie's. <laughs> Directly exponential would be if I did twice as much force and then it got four times as extended. Okay, we need to stop. Yeah, that's the end of the quiz. How did you feel about that boring, repetitive piece of crap episode? <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> I think actually thought it was really nice. <laughs> and I've just edited episode 49 and I texted you to say it was a good one. Yeah, and then you just tanked it. Just lies. I just think that the syllabus at the moment. Well, say the fucking syllabus then. Don't say the podcast. Slag the syllabus by all means. We've been doing it for a year. You can (coughs) tank it from the inside now. That'd be like Joe Rogan turning up to his and going, do you know I just make shit up to make you listen? It's all bollocks. Vaccines are fine. Hmm. I think we'll get away with it. I don't think people will notice. Good quiet sip there. Thank you. I'm in the quiet chair as well. Wow. Yeah, my you have turned appetite really. for dissidents is crushed. Wow. You are bleak today. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've got still got four records to do. Yeah, this is going to be a lot. So anyway, we chat a lot about the eggathon in this episode. The eggathon has now happened. We did a quiz and ate a lot of eggs. Go to patreon.com forward slash lexeducation to view or listen to it. You can watch it um cook along with ron 29th of may um we'll stick that up on the patreon a little link we'll probably do it on youtube i think and we'll leave the video up so you can watch it even if you're not there live last week's possible titles lots of people guessed that newsflash we're inept might have been one Mm. um apparently one of the ones from this week will be newsflash we're bullshit and repetitive um other options were poke them somewhere a child puts their grubby mitts. When, when the child comes up, yank. We didn't do that one just in case we found some wrong uns in the Googling. Uh, Foodle's my noodle. The electrolyte orchestra. A joke so rotten that your bum That got a guest as well. See, how can you think our podcast isn't very good? And a banana in the dark like a sad man. Nobody said that one, but there was there were banana-related guesses. Yeah, there were. The banana was particularly weird. And I think now that that episode has run into this intro, you can see Ron slide back into depression. So that's going to be fun for the second year of Lex Education, isn't it? We watch Ron slowly realise that he's not okay. Um, Hey, but do you know some people that are okay? It's the people that have signed up to the Patreon to help us finance the podcast. Today we are thanking Graham. Thanks, Graham. Graham invented the billy bag converter that converts them perfectly into scum pockets. On the surface, it seems like a nice above-board business, but under the surface, he is using exchange rates to manipulate the billy bag market. And a big thank you to Mystic Overdusky. Overdusky? Never known. I always just Never say Mystic. Known. Yeah, <laughs> Mystic. Big up Mystic, um, who works at the publishing house that Laura will use to publish the shit books of science that she is going to put out. Mystic's job is to try and sabotage Laura so that the books never actually get made. We'd also, we really just want to thank Squirrels for short. Squirrels for short is five squirrels in a coat pretending that they understand English and the concept of podcasting. And finally, a huge thank you to Aaron Bartram, the issuer of Lex Education uh, Qualifications, SHIT levels. They are worthless. Lovely. I should say the first Graham. Graham? That was Graham Smith. Sorry, I don't know why I didn't say your surname, but just in case there's like two Grahams listening, like, is that my job? I don't know. There you go. You're the Billy Bag Converter. So, hey, thanks, everyone. Thanks for another tedious piece of crap episode that you wasted your life listening to and apparently I've diverted my career to make for no reason because Ron hates it. Class dismissed. <laughs> <laughs>